Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Okay, so today is November 9th. They're all looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> November 9th, 2016, and who first? Let's go with Charlie first. Very good. Charlie's, Charlie's passed. That's right. Okay, so Charlie Brown, please. Okay, he, he's doing the happy dance. He's doing jumping jacks for me. What is this all about? He feels fantastic. Um, he's actually all put together mentally, too. He wants you to know. He says, my phobias are gone. I get, I get he's talking about his little idiosyncrasies, his little mm -hmm. eccentric, eccentric things. Um, he wants you to know that he feels fantastic. He said, if I knew I was going to feel this good, I would have left my body sooner. He actually, he actually thinks that it was um, like a gift. It was grace, he says, that I was relieved of my body. He didn't realize while being in his body that his body and his mental body, so physical body and mental body, were greatly impacting his ability to relax, his ability to choose, and to not get so fixated on things. Right. Okay. So now he can see that in hindsight. It was a good choice for me to go. He wants you to know this. Does he forgive me for choosing the wrong home that, that let him go? Because, yeah, I feel horribly guilty that they didn't have him very long and then they let him go. Okay. And you, I just want to know, know if he forgives me for that because I tried really hard to find him the perfect home. He says there's nothing to forgive. Um, he actually feels that on some bigger scale picture, he drew them in a family that would let him go. Um, so he says he ended up in the end getting what he wanted. But see, he didn't consciously, if we had talked to him before they released him, he wouldn't say, oh, I'm, I attracted this family so I could leave my body. It's like he wasn't that aware of it. But on a higher level, he looks and he says, it was one of the best things he says for me. It's not something I could have knowingly, he says, chosen in the physical. He says, so this isn't about blame, nor is it about guilt. So he shows me an image of taking a, oh, a broom and a dustpan and sweeping away your worry and your guilt around this, Shannon, because he says mm -hmm. it doesn't apply. It doesn't apply to this scenario. In the end, he feels he chose for him. He was not upset that he left his body. And my God, he felt amazing, miraculously amazing, he says, once he got over on the other side. This was very oh, good that's for me. Great. It was that's good. Great. And, he, and he's not alone. Um, he says no. He says there are too many beings to ever be alone on the other side. He knows where okay. he is. He's very oriented on the other side. In other words, he he knows. What do you know? He says I know who I am. I know who others are. I have friends here. He really has dog friends, and this is very <laughs> nice. He says, and these are little actually friends he can engage with and play with, and not just keep to himself. Mm-hmm. That's great. I am so happy for him. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and kind of a tangent, and so I, I laugh because it's kind of out of the blue, but he wants you to consider doing an exercise at home where you're, you're just standing up and you are raising your arms above your head towards the sky in straight-armed motions as if you were kind of like a bird flying. You're doing this slowly, not rapidly. When asked, what is it you're trying to say? She needs to stretch her body. Because what that will do is it will open up the blood flow at the back of your neck, 
he says, and help you to, it'll ease the tension in your head and it will help to, well, relax your central nervous system. This is his advice to you, Shannon. That is amazing because I suffer, because of my accident, I suffer really bad migraines and they all come from my broken neck. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He had no way of knowing that. No, but he sees everything on the other side, so okay. Um, well, just know that these are real slow, gentle. It's not anything, uh, not an exercise I've ever seen before, but it's just raising your arms up. When I ask him how often should she do this daily, he says, uh, how many times a day, if you were going to play doctor for her, <laughs> you know, twice a day. And he says if you can do it for four to five minutes, your stamina will increase over time. But even four to five minutes of these just slow movements, he says, is going to break up the constriction in your neck. Okay. The stiffness. All right. Wow. Yeah. Never thought I'd get medicalized from the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, he considers himself your friend and he wants you to feel good. Tell him I love him very much, please. He gives you a smooch back in reply. <laughs> okay. Well, I know he's happy. Can we go to Bella? Absolutely. Thank Charlie, you. you take care, and I'll never forget you. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and just so you know, Charlie visits you often. He sits on the end of your bed. Oh, does he? Yes, he does. And the other yeah. dogs don't mind. <laughs> Nobody gives them the hairy eye. <laughs> All right. So, Bella. So, I understand she's passed, too. So, Bella. She's passed, too, yeah. She passed a couple hours after we got here. Okay. All right, you know, the change was a lot for me, she says. Um, she's showing me a change in pressure, air pressure, actually. And I know you mentioned she died of a collapsed trachea, but I don't mean that kind of air pressure. She shows me air pressure related to um, moving through different states before you got to Canada, like changing well, yeah, elevation yeah, and all of that. We moved to the opposite end of, of, like we were in the east, and now we're almost as far west as we can be. Okay. Okay, so yeah, she was very, in her body, she was very aware of the changes. Um, it did put some stress and pressure on me, she admits. Uh, she says, nobody foresaw this coming. She says, I was greatly loved. <laughs> what do you want to ask her, Shannon? Is she okay? Are you okay? She says, fantastic. Um, she shows me breathing in and breathing out with ease. She says it's no longer an issue. Um, you know, I know this may be difficult to hear, but she's actually wanting you to know she feels that she lightened your load or gave you a gift by, you know, leaving her body. She doesn't feel that's easy for you to hear or to even, I guess, accept or see, but she wants you to know she did it for you as much as she did it for herself. When I asked her, how did you did it, do it for yourself? You know, she just said that, hmm, she felt a little bit like it was time to go. She shows me herself towards the end there in her physical body. I want to say the last month that she was in her body. It's like a lot of change was happening around her. And for her and her frailty, she just says it wasn't easy for me to deal with. And she shows me herself like sitting, uh, you know that phrase sitting, you know, you're, you're beside yourself. She shows me herself sitting, gives me that phrase beside myself, but the beside herself is compared to the other dogs in the home. It's like she couldn't blend, meld with, they could adapt to the change, but it's like she could not. Is she 
talking about the change in the home, like me having my accident and being so hurt and then her daddy leaving? Um, Is that what she's talking about, change? It is about the accident you had, yes. It's not about your husband leaving. Um, and it is about getting ready to move from the U.S. So right. those two of the three things. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and does she forgive me for having to let her go for making that decision? Um, she says yes. She says, too, that mm, the trip would have been harder if it was even longer than it was. She says, my body demonstrated that it could not adapt to the scenario that we were entering, to the area, excuse me, area, not scenario, area, the landscape, the, the location where we okay. were moving to. So it wasn't personal that she left, Shannon, not personal to you. It was more of a, this isn't the right location for me, but see, she started to disconnect actually a couple weeks before she left her body. When I asked, what does this mean to you, Bella? She says, I started to grow more distant. I started to feel like something was up for me, off in my body. Uh, could you pinpoint it if we had talked with you? She says, no, but I could feel an impending change coming for me. So she felt something was going to happen in her life, but she didn't have any fear or worry about it because she didn't even know exactly what it was. And you know, you okay. also, she also says you were right there, Shannon. You babied her the entire path of her way from I leaving the physical body back to the light, she says. So you, you were, I guess you were swaddling her or holding her like a baby or very close, in other words. Um, yes, she was, in, she was in my arms like a baby Okay. Um, when, when they gave her the needle. So she says you were right there. My mom was right there. And she yes. appreciated that. She felt safe. Good. Mm -hmm. And I, I think she knew when they did the x-ray because when we walked in there, they thought we had a potbelly pig with us because of the way she was breathing. And they took her to the back and they put the IV, the IV port so that I could hold her when she went. Okay. And when she came back, she wasn't struggling to breathe. She was relaxed. She was calm. For the first time in five days, she was calm and relaxed. She wasn't breathing bad. She was perfect. She tells me she had entered a state of mind at that point, a full understanding about what was about to transpire, her getting ready to leave, and she was okay. finally at ease. There was, like, a real deep-seated space of relief for her. Um, she, up to that point, two days before you released her from her, her body, she shows me struggling it was yeah. very tiring for me, she admits. She didn't know how to get across to you that it was time to leave. She feels at one point you had these thoughts back and forth. Do I let her go? Do I keep her? Do I let her go? So she, she felt you oscillating at one point. Um, well, that was the night before. She got really bad the night before we got here. And okay. um, I spent the night pacing the floor holding her because uh, she couldn't breathe properly. And um, we were going to rush her into Great Falls, Montana, and, and have her seen by a vet there. And instead, we, we opted to just stay up with her all night and, and walk with her across the border in the morning and get her to a vet when we got to my friend's place. And that's what we did. Okay. Okay. Well, she's applauding you. She says, right choice. Right choice. Okay. Yeah. So I tell her I love her very much, and um, she has no idea what kind of impact she's had on my life, and she always will. She says, I made your life brighter. She, says, she did. Keep shining, Mom.
<laughs> she says, you're not done yet. You keep shining as if you were a bright star yourself. <laughs> Tell her thank you, and I love her very much. And I, I, Is she alone there, or does she have friends there, too? Um, she's got a dog that she refers to as sister. To me, it looks more like a yellow lab breed mix um, versus a Yorkie. And yet, she does call this sister. We've had many lifetimes together. This friend greeted me. And I lay down with this friend a lot. So, yes, she does have someone there. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Yeah, no, she's pretty content. She's happy. Um, she's showing me an image of a star. That's her symbol. She shows me an image of giving that star to you. What is this about? Now, this is just a symbol, not a star up in the sky. What's this about, please? This is her symbol. So, you know, like um, some people will send feathers or coins as signs. Uh, uh -huh. Stars are her symbol. Thank you, Bella. Very good. All right. Okay, so now next? for these cookies here, um, you know, they've been through a lot of change with me almost dying and um, all the changes that came after that and then the big move and losing their sister. And then Piper almost died a few weeks ago. She got very, very sick and almost died. So I'd kind of like to know where they're at. Okay, sure. So we'll do Jake first. Jake, where do you want to start? How are you doing? Um, he says we're starting to get settled in now as a family. He says he's been very strong for you throughout all the changes. He's been your, yeah. your second-hand man, uh, your close buddy, physically. Okay. Um, he says it's going to be nice, he says, for the next month for us just to rest. And he is writing a doctor's note to you as if he was the doctor and you were the patient. And he says for the next month he wants you to give yourself emotional rest. R&R. &R. Um, this is, he says, no more struggle. Um, no more fighting. He shows me an image of wanting to cry your tears. He, it's like he's gently saying to you, watch turning on the faucet of the eyes, the, the grief, the sadness. It's like he wants to turn that off for a time. Give yourself a break, he says. Okay. okay. And how is he, how, how was he, um, when I had my accident and, and, you know, when his dad left and, and we moved and then we went to a house with a lot of dogs and now they're all of a sudden just the three of them again. So how is he adjusting? How did he, like, you know, did he go through a hard time during that? You know what I'm, do you know what I mean? He was worried about you when you had your accident. He, well, anticipated the leaving of your husband. So he, oh, for he? him, that was like not a surprise. Um, well, I get he was picking up your husband's thoughts too, that things were too hard. Like your husband was thinking a lot. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard to do this. So yeah, Jake was picking that up. Uh, I don't get any sadness. Um, there was a little bit of missing of the energy of your husband. Um, Jake just says, I didn't know what to do for him because I'm mom's dog. So he really stuck close to you through much of it. As far as me... He says, what? He didn't know what to do for my husband because he was mom's dog? Correct. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, as far as moving into the house with multiple dogs... Um, it wasn't, he wasn't a fan, <laughs> but he tolerated it. Um, I see him being behaved. Um, you know, he knew it was temporary and he was glad that it, when it was over. Okay. And being here now, now is the time he says for you to emotionally have again, the R and R rest and relaxation to recoup and like cat gather the pieces together 
He says, and he thinks you're going to be actually much happier, he anticipates, throughout the next few months and year. He thinks you've got one more month of, of kind of like processing, mentally and emotionally processing things. And then after that, he says you're going to feel a lot better, like a lot more emotionally put together, like the pieces have fallen into place. So he's very optimistic. And he says, and I'll be with you every step of the way. And is he settled and happy in his new home? Like here? Is, does he like it here? Is he content with where we, where we live? And Okay, sure. Jake, are you content with where you live, the physical aspect of that? It's big enough, he says. It is. Um, he's happy with the yard. Um, the inside of the home, it, it feels broken up versus, say, an open concept type environment, and yet the broken upness is quite spacious. So, yeah, yeah, I've got three floors. I've got a basement, a main floor, and an upstairs, so that may be what he means by broken up. Okay. And so on the main floor, we've just got the living room and the kitchen, so it is quite spacious. Mm-hmm. Um, I get he likes that. Uh, as far as him with Riley and Piper and the blending of the change, he says we got it together. He's the leader, and he says they follow. Really? That surprises me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says Riley's not always in charge. <laughs> it's funny that he says that because Riley has been asserting himself mm-hmm. and being the boss. So that's funny. He pegged him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so is he happy now? Is, is he happy and content? And He is. He, he is. Funny. He's adapted, adapting, and he's not struggling with that. So, yeah, he's... You know, sometimes our animal friends are just such great role models. They do. They adapt to change, and they do it with grace. And it feels yep. like Jake very much has done that. Excellent. Okay. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. All right. Who next? Riley. All right. Riley, please. Okay. And your question. Same as for Jake, you know. Um, was was he scared? Was he worried uh, when when... Um, everything happened, like my accident, his dad leaving, because he was daddy's boy. Okay. Um, the big move, being with all the other dogs, basically the same thing we asked Jake. Okay, got it. Okay, so, um, you know, he was confused that you were in uh, an angled, lay-down position for a time. Um, so there was confusion regarding your body posture. He understands that you were in ouchy pain, especially two vertebral sections of your body. He's... Okay, he understood because Jake was telling him, back off, back off, leave mommy alone, like physically, not to, to hound you. Um, so he was listening to Jake, but he doesn't always take Jake's advice because he tells me Jake can be bossy. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, as far as when your, your daddy left to, you know, pursue his, you know, next role in life or whatever that direction is, um, he felt a little lost for a time. He feels like, you know, you did do your best to explain it to me, what was happening, out loud. Uh, he gives oh. you credit for that. Um, you know, he says that two days after your husband was gone, it was like I, as Riley, had to turn my attention back to mom. So he brought his awareness back to you and focused on you. And ah, regarding your husband now, with time passing, Riley doesn't think about it much anymore. He is much more zoned into the family. And when he says family, it's not all about you. It's about everybody. Um, yeah. His little sister, too, Piper. Um, so he's 
quite content as far as the house with all the animals, the, the dogs. Um, he shows me himself barking. He didn't care for that. Okay, anything more you want to say? You know, I'm wondering if you kept him separate or kept them separate. Um, Just at eating time, but he tended to follow all my friends' dogs, and he tended to basically forget it belonged to me and thought that they were his They He thought that they were his family. Oh. So he wanted to eat with them, and I had my guys separate because, of course, they were on different food, and her dogs would get sick if they ate mine's food and vice versa. So we did separate my three and hers at feeding times and stuff. Okay. But okay. other than that, no, they were all together. Okay. So, Riley, uh, you did okay with these other dogs? He says he did. He was curious about them because they were bigger. <laughs> Okay. Uh, as far as where you're at now, how are you doing physically and emotionally in this environment? Uh, he likes the house. He shows me himself being more interested inside versus outside in the yard at this time. That's where right. his focus is. Uh, he says it's yeah, warm I'm enough. Peeing in on here. the rug. Uh, so he's peeing on the rug, Riley. Uh, why are you peeing on the rug, please? Because I can't get out. Why can't you get out? Uh, he, it doesn't feel like he's doing a great job of asking you for the door. Um, I just no, he doesn't ever ask me for the door, but he's got his potty pad, and that's where he needs to pee if he's going to pee in the house. Okay, okay, Riley, you have a potty pad, which is an alternative, of course, to going outside, so you can do pee and poo on that. That's fine. Why have you not been using your pee pad? It's an odd location. It feels like it's out and available, but is it in a corner, Shannon, someplace vacant? Um, I've got it, it's, yeah, it's, it's right out in the open. Um. It's beside the couch. How do you feel about this location? You know, it doesn't feel homey. It doesn't feel, um, <laughs> so it's beside the couch. How much more homier can we get, Riley? Tell me what your needs are so she can help you be successful here. It feels like he wants to potty in front of you on the, on the pee pad. So if you can bring it into view of yourself when you're sitting on the couch, Shannon, Try just, okay. just try a different location. You know, I mean, what he's showing me, it sounds crazy, but he's showing me like you putting it right in front of the couch itself, right where you would put your feet if you were sitting on the couch. Um, so maybe if you can find something kind of close to that area. He wants to be seen. He wants to be praised when he okay, goes. Okay, because there's one spot that's right in front of the, the end table, um, and, and that's where he chooses to pee all the time. And so maybe I'll move his potty pad there for a little while. Yes, yes, yes. Or or even do two potty pads and, and see if you can slowly, you know, scoot one over close to the one you really want it ultimately. But yeah, I would try that. Yeah, because the other one would be in the middle of my living room, and I really don't want a potty pad in the middle of my living room. Oh, I hear you. Riley, if you could help her out, please use the, the, the pee pads. Look for them and use them. She will thank you for that. And I will put one out for him so that he can get his praise. Okay. Okay, I tell him this. <laughs> he says thank you. Good. Okay, no problem. Um, the other thing he's asking you is, when are you going to feel up to walks? When he wants to walk on a leash, because he won't walk on a leash. You're still not walking on a He says, well, you can carry me. Oh. So I guess Hello. we'll change the question. <laughs> when can you walk him, but yeah, you're carrying him? When would you like to go? When would you like to go? He thinks in a month when you're feeling better. Not right now. Okay, I can do that for you. Just wants to, even if you just stand on the, the step outside the main door, 
and hold okay. them in your arms and just let them gaze around say this is where we live now and point out pretty things you know there's a pretty blue house there or whatever the truth is for your area right um because he's he's feeling very very housebound to the point where mm, we want him to feel safe and comfortable in the outside sections where he's allowed to go backyard etc of his new house and right now he doesn't see it as safe so i would gently break him into that oh all is well here all is safe here you know point safe things out there's a gate there's a fence or whatever there is point it out to him okay yeah. um emotionally are you happy i am happy um and how are you doing with Bella's passing? You know, it feels like that's totally fine with him. He's he's not pining after her, he's not sad. Um if anything he gets more attention as a result. And he likes attention. Yeah, and, and, and she and Piper were the close ones. Oh, I see. Okay. Alright, and so he was never really close to her. He liked to torment her, but Okay. That was it. Okay, okay. Yeah, he comes across as neutral to her, like, yeah, take her or leave her. Um, yeah. So, what else for him? And that's, that's all. All right. Well, let me thank him. And we'll call Piper in and same questions. Yes. Uh, and plus, how is she feeling? Because, like I said, she almost died a couple weeks ago. Okay. We think she got into some mouse poison. We're, we're not really sure what happened to her. Okay. Got it. So, Piper, please. Uh, let's start with that last question. How are you doing considering you were very seriously ill possibly towards death recently. Um, you know, she brings me to one of her organs, the liver. It's much better now. Her internal organs are no longer bruised. Now, when I say bruised, it's not because of a bruise from an injury from outside her body in, like a kick or a hit or anything like that. Yeah. It feels rather a bruise like, you know, I went through some rigmarole, some damage um, from the inside out. She feels great. great. She feels stronger. Her Blood cells. She's showing me her blood cells, her platelets. Everything is nice and strong at this time. Okay, because it wasn't when we brought her in. She was uh, pooping straight blood and was, like, um, so severely dehydrated that her blood was all thick and concentrated. Okay. So they started her on very aggressive IV and, you know, because of that. Okay, okay. All right, well, I get she's doing good now. Um, anything more you want to say on that? She says no. All right, so backing up, how did you do when your person first got injured and she came home back in the U.S.? Uh, she says she was your buddy. She, too, yep. stayed close by, wanted to coddle you. Cuddle. Okay, and when her husband left, she didn't know how you were going to take it. Um, she shows me you, like, oscillating between peace and then upset, peace and upset, and, you know, having these moments that were pretty extreme. She shows me just right. observing you and watching you. She didn't know what to think. She didn't know how to help. Um, as far as, are you okay now that you're not with the husband, Piper? She says, I could care, care less, um, so I don't get she cares either way. <laughs> um, yeah, she wasn't real close to him. Okay. She tolerated him, but she wasn't real close to him. Okay. And as far as, how did you do with the, the place where there were multiple dogs? Um, she says it was okay. At times it was even fun. She still shows me an image of sticking close to you, like when you were sitting on the couch, like, I want to be my mom. So I guess she well, saw you a bit as a safety. She was really, girl. really timid and scared at first, and it was just after my, my friend cut her hair. It was like it was a totally different dog. Did she not like her long hair? Did she like her short hair? How do you Is that why she got so happy right after her haircut? 
Um, she well, says what was it that changed? It wasn't the haircut. She connected with that friend. She connected with that girl. The girl was really adoringly doing the job of cutting the hair. Like, oh, you're so sweet. You're so cute. Like, really, um, very, very nice. The would have nothing to do with her until then. And then I left the room and left them alone. Otherwise, she would just want to get to me. And it was like right after that, Piper opened up and she was a whole different dog. And she went to my girlfriend and wanted to be picked up where she my girlfriend could barely touch her before that without piper cowering and running away yeah so yeah they really connected when she cut her hair yep yep um so there was just that one-on-one the girl was in my face kind of time and i really looked at her and i let down my guard and i examined her so piper examined her you know energetically animals can look at us and kind of get an inkling of who we are even when there's no telepathic thought exchange happening so that's what happened she felt very welcomed afterwards as well into the household and so she was able to let her hair down in other words you know relax right yeah and she did it was almost immediate after after that haircut and i said what what did you do to my dog like you know you (laughs) cut her hair what did you cut her personality off too that she connected which was all she needed in order to feel safe in her world so she could relax and be herself yeah and how are you doing now piper in the physical new space she says she loves it she finds it very fun. Um, she comes across as highly energetic in the house. Oh, yes. This is very exciting here. <laughs> so jumping from the floor onto the couch, I get she's enjoying all this. How are you doing emotionally? She's happy. She says, this is the way it should be. When I ask, why do you say that? Um, she says, well, we're all a family again. And we're stationary. So it's like your things smell like your things. Um, right. These are small objects, whatever I guess you took, choose, chose to take with you. But she says there is the smell of, well, Shannon here in the home. And she likes that. This pleases her. Um, the backyard, she has not yet connected. I don't know how long you've been there, but she's not connected yet to the backyard. Shannon, when you can, take all three of these out. I don't get Jake needs it as much, but do walk around the backyard with them. Show them, oh, look, here's a bush. Here's a point things out. I know it sounds silly, but it's you kind of introducing them to their new backyard, which right now, at least these two twins just really are not, they're not connecting with the outside. Yeah, well, and, and it's not really a yard per se. I've just got like a, a, a it's larger than, I'm on the main floor, uh, it's on the main floor, so I've got a larger like patio area, but it's all bricked. Okay. So there's no like grass or anything out there. Oh, I see. I see. That's probably why I'm not connecting. Okay. Well, yeah, because they're used to, they had the yard back in New York, and then when we were at my friend's place, they had her yard, and and it was large compared to what they have now, and they had grass and stuff like that, which they don't have now. I see. But Piper and Riley are really not good at walking on a leash, and we could get out more and take them and show them the neighborhood if they would want to walk on a leash. Because I'm not going to carry both of them. I'm just not going to do it. Okay. Um... So the little one, Piper is asking, what about a, a push cart? She's referring to a baby carriage. Okay, we had, like the one we had in New York? She says this works, yes. She puts the baby cart and the two, her, two of them, Jake can walk on a leash, she says. That we can go this way. This is her suggestion. So are you telling me you're lazy? Uh, it, feel, it makes her feel safe. Oh, okay. It's safety. Well, mommy will work on getting a new stroller then. Because we left the other one back in New York. Yes, she would like this. It's not laziness, it's safety. Um, Piper, you know, when she feels secure, you know it, because she's very outgoing. 
when she's insecure, she um, folds her wings in, you know, like a yep. like a creature that wants to hide itself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is there anything I can do to help to make them comfortable? Whatever I I do need to ask them to stop with the barking because otherwise we are going to get kicked out of here and we are not going to have a home. And if we don't have a home, I'm going to have to find another home for them and they will never see me again. Okay. I don't want that. Okay. So all three of you, to whoever the supplies to, when you bark in this kind of home environment. You are breaking the rule, Shannon's rule, which is to be quiet and no bark. If you bark, it may become a problem for Shannon. She may be asked to leave, which means she and you guys will have to go elsewhere. And if she cannot easily find another space for all of you and herself, she may have to separate you. Jake thinks this is foolish and that you're fibbing. You would never do such a thing. Um, I'm gonna... I wouldn't want to. Okay, she wouldn't want to. We're still just, she's asking for your cooperation. I know it's not. So the different rules apply to this house uh, compared to the last one. You must be quiet because neighbors are within listening distance here, my friends. All right, play um, music, white noise machine as well. Um, might be something that helps them just to drown out the outdoor sounds because I get... I do. I, I leave music on every day when I leave, and I leave, it, I leave it as loud as I can to try and drown out some of that noise. And then I have one of the birdhouses um, so that when they bark, it emits a sound. Okay. And that was working before and doesn't seem to be working at all anymore. Okay. Okay. All right, well, we've definitely asked them, and... I think we'll have to leave it at that because of time. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, just tell them it's their... Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Just tell them, Shannon, it's their job in this new house to help you keep the atmosphere silent, especially when you're gone. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we are set for today. Give me 24 hours to email you the recording, and I'm glad you've got your, your little crew. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. You take care, Shannon.